0: two secrets to be positively positive. Hi and welcome, my name is Annette Moore and I help women put happiness in their mind, love in their hearts, and health in their bodies. And today we're gonna talk about two words that lower our energy and our happiness factor and two words that can elevate our energy and happiness factor. Okay, are you ready? So the first word is but, B-U-T, but, B-U-T. And so when someone says a sentence, I love your dress, but it's a little revealing, they're actually cance- canceling out the compliment. And what happens is your brain remembers what comes after the word but it's a little revealing. And so what they're telling you is not a compliment after all. And it's a weird kind of way to hide what they're really feeling, give you a compliment, take it back by saying, but it's a little revealing. And your brain doesn't remember the compliment they said. It only remembers what came after the but. So and I'm focusing someone on somebody else rather than saying a scenario about you, it's easier to learn a lesson, learn a life lesson, a new skill or tool when I'm using somebody else as an example. And so um, imagine that the same person said, I love your dress and I would like to know where you bought it at. When they say that, It's like two compliments. So number one, they love your dress. Compliment. Number two, they want to know where you got it at because they want to buy it for themselves or someone else. Compliment number two. And what your brain remembers is, I like that person. She just gave me two compliments. And you feel that all over your body. Compliment number one, compliment number two. And so it's very important to not use the word, but, because it cancels out the first part of the sentence, and a person's brain only remembers what came after. And it's very low energy. And so it's usually, they approve of something, but here's the problem in it. And so what they're basically saying is, yeah, I like your dress, but it's, a little revealing and so what happens is your brain goes down this little rabbit trail and says oh she thinks I shouldn't reveal so much oh she must think um, a slut or she must think I'm easy or maybe she's jealous because my breasts are larger than hers so whatever reason all of a sudden this woman's brain starts thinking all these negative thoughts and she starts feeling insecure about her body and herself. And instead of saying something to this woman, she internalize it and makes herself feel bad instead of speaking up for herself. In the second scenario, the woman says, I love your dress and where did you, where did you get it? Both phrases are very happy, and pleasing and complimentary. And so you connect with this person because you like what she had to say. She gave you two compliments. Now here's the, the uh, big thing here. Do you tell her where you bought the dress? Or do you selfishly say, oh, I can't remember where I bought it because you don't want her to go have the same dress as you. So here's a little something that shows up for you. Are you going to be competitive in nature and be selfish and not share with her where you bought the dress and say, oh, I don't remember? Are you going to receive the compliment she gave you and tell her where you bought the dress? Oh, I bought the dress at Neiman Marcus uh, about two months ago. I'm not sure if they would have any more. And they have the most wonderful clothes. And then you go on and tell a story about how you love to shop at Neiman Marcus Now maybe this woman's new to town and she's never been to a Neiman Marcus. So what happens is she goes to Neiman Marcus based on your recommendation and they don't have the dress in her size. But here's the deal. She finds something else she likes and she's happy because now she has a new store that she can shop at. And she's met a new friend because you exchanged phone numbers because you both um, had some things in common after you talked about the dress situation. Um, So do you see the positive and negative effects of one word with the same two people? Okay, so that's but and and. So the the challenge here is don't say but. (laughs) The reward here is replace the word but with the word and, So imagine that you have um, an imaginary light switch on your forehead and we're being very open-minded here and just reaching outside of the box here. So imagine you have a light switch on your forehead and whenever you think of the word but whether you think it or it comes out of your mouth and you speak it into the world take that light switch and pretend flick the switch to the on position which is up and you're switching on. Um, shifting your words. You're switching your words. And so when you catch yourself think about the word but or when you catch yourself say the word but flick on your imaginary light switch to on and rephrase your sentence and say it using and. Now over time you'll eventually stop saying the word but and you'll automatically start saying the word and. And then you won't need the imaginary light switch. It'll just come second nature. And what happens is when you start changing your mind by switching from but to and, you have different thoughts. You have better thoughts. And then what you speak out into the world becomes better, more powerful, high energy, more positive. And it creates happiness not only internally but external and externally. See, I just caught myself there. And it doesn't when, – when a person switches the words – Um, that quickly within five to seven seconds, it maintains the positive energy in your body, because our bodies are made of energy. And so when we go around the world saying all these words that have low energy, like the word but over and over and over again, it decreases our energy um, as we go about our day in our minds, and it affects our external world as well. And so this is just one example if you just focus or when you focus on shifting from but to and it shifts your world so when you shift your thinking and your words it shifts your world what you do and how you interact with other people and the world around you so that's one example of using switch switching from but to and so I call this the switch game okay so the second switch phrases we're going to use we're going to talk about the word problem and we're going to switch that to the word challenge so let me think of a scenario about problem so let's say your best friend invites you to lunch and she goes on and on and on and on and on here again i'm talking about someone else instead of you she shares all these problems and she even tells you oh i have this problem oh i have that problem would you believe so and so oh she's such a problem." And she told you at least 10 problems in one conversation at lunch, and she was a fast talker. And so imagine um, you're not receiving that conversation at all. By the time your lunch hour is over, you're literally exhausted from her conversation of just brain dumping all her problems on you. And you leave that lunch feeling not happy at all, just kind of frustrated, and you're like... Now I know why I don't talk to her very often because she has so many problems and it just brings your energy down and you contemplate and think about all her problems all day long. You can't get them out of your mind. And so imagine another scenario, right? You, you flick on your imaginary switch on, on your forehead and your friend shows up and she said, um, yeah, I have this challenge at work. And then here's what happened and here's what I did about it. And then you ask her for an update about her boyfriend. Well, what's going on with you and your boyfriend? And she's like, oh, yeah, that challenge that I had with my boyfriend, I figured it out. I realized that we weren't compatible. And so I don't have that challenge anymore because we're not together. And so just in those two conversations, she did not say the word problem, she used the word challenge. And she had her own solutions for both of these challenges. And you were pleased to be part of the conversation, because her energy was completely different. Now, if you think about it, I'm expanding this little conversation a little bit further. I've been in scenarios where Let's say you're out at a restaurant with a friend and the waitress says, wait, let me, I'll say something to the waitress and then I'll tell you what the waitress said back. So let's say you're out with your friend and your friend says, "Um, can I get some extra salad dressing for for my salad if it's not too much trouble? And the waitress says, sure, no problem. So she used the word. I said not to say. Problem, right? And so even though she was nice about it, what she's really telling your brain is, it's a problem. That she has to go out of her way and go get extra salad dressing for your friend. That's how our brain perceives or receives that word. In any context, if someone says it's a problem or no problem, your brain immediately says it's a problem. So not only are we shifting our thoughts And what we say, we're shifting how we react or respond to somebody saying that to us. So um, what you can do is say something like reaffirming the words that the waitress said when she said, it's no problem. You can just in your mind or out loud rephrase what the waitress said so it doesn't stick in your head and say something like, I'm so happy and grateful that the waitress is um, going to help my friend uh, get the salad dressing and bring her extra salad dressing happily and cheerfully. And you can reframe that very quickly within five to seven seconds. And then it really doesn't matter if the person said the negative comment, the word but or challenge. That's a huge stretch for someone because I don't want to say you're taking accountability for somebody else's actions because you're not. What you're doing is holding yourself accountable and uh, training your mind to not receive that negativity within yourself. So it's a different little bit of a mindset shift here. Uh, It's holding yourself accountable, not somebody else's. So you're responding to the conversation at hand. You're not reacting or overreacting. And so in your mind, when your friend talks about all these problems she has every time she says something you can say something calmly to yourself within five to seven seconds to cancel out what she said and you you can make it up it doesn't matter if it's real or not you're just saying you don't want that negativity in your brain in your mind in your body to have it affect your day so it doesn't really matter what you say it's a matter that you say that her situation is not a challenge. So it can be about you, it could be about her, It could be about the, the initial thing, um, whatever it is she was sharing with you. So after she says one, two or three things, that's a problem. Um, it's a good idea to let her know that um, sh- you appreciate her sharing and that you don't you don't want her to overshare. So allow time for you to say, hey, I'd love to share with you what's going on with me. So she's not sitting there for an hour monopolizing the conversation and just brain dumping on you all her problems, all her challenges. So I switched that word. And so you can indirectly maintain your happiness level, your high energy by interrupting the conversation. And letting her know what you will and will not tolerate in a very nice manner. So what you said to your friend is, oh, I totally appreciate you sharing. Thank you so much. And just be very upbeat and positive. And I said, I know I face challenges in my life. And let me tell you something that's going on with my life. And uh, what I did to, to help me get through it. And now not only are you sharing and you're taking away, you're distracting her from her negativity. There could be. A story in there that could help her because you're sharing something um, about you. And it also teaches her that um, this isn't all about her. It's about having a two way conversation so she doesn't monopolize the whole conversation and she learns to respect your space and your time and your boundaries, that she needs to practice the art of listening here. And it's out of respect for you and and your friendship, too, that the conversations should be a back and forth thing, not putting percentages on who controls the conversation and just including both of you, giving and receiving, listening, and um, talking. So it's an exchange. It doesn't have to be equal, but it's an exchange. And so we focused on shifting from using the word but to and. And we focus on shifting from using the word problem to challenge. And we've also focused on if someone says something negative and they don't switch their words themselves, you can do it for yourself in your mind within five to seven seconds. Think of how you can mentally shift that conversation around within five to seven seconds and say something positive about the situation and if you're really bold and courageous you can um shift the conversation around and switch it to something else maybe offer a solution to them or be your positive bright sunny happy uh person and just practice what you want them to practice by just showing up as you being positive and happy or you can off, off, ask them um yeah, I've been thinking about your challenge. Would you like for me to share a solution? Um, I, uh, My friend Faith, she had a similar situation. I would love to share with you what she did to overcome her challenge with that. Would you like for me to share? And then she can decide yes or no. And so you're helping her by not telling her what to do, by saying, oh, I don't want to hear it. However, you can gently say that to her. So I'm just giving you a new way of thinking, a new way of responding or reacting to people, not letting their negativity or problems or buts get in your way. So one more thing, I wanted I want to share with you another word, and the the next word is should. And so I heard somebody say a few years ago. I'm not really sure who said this. They said don't should on people. And I translate that to don't S-H-I-T on people. And I'm thinking, wow, should is a very negative word. We shouldn't should on people, should we? (laughs) And so how do you say something without shoulding on people? Because basically you're, you're shitting on them by telling them what to do, Right. So how do, we, how do we say something in a nice way without shooting on people? And what happens is they get defensive. They feel backed in a corner and they feel like you're telling them what to do. And a lot of people don't like that. They get defensive or they get very timid and sad and they internalize the shoulds and something happens within them. They get triggered by that should because someone should on them in their past and they either get angry or they go internal and get sad and depressed about it. So we don't, we definitely don't want to should on people. Um, so one thing you can say is instead of saying, okay, let me back up. Instead of saying, well, you know, you know, you shouldn't eat two pieces of cake because you're on a diet, that's going to mess your diet up. Well, you don't want to say that, Right, you could say. Um, uh, okay, let me see if let me think of an example here. Um, let's say you're on a diet too, and you're doing it together. You can say, "Well, um, what I prefer is not have a cheat day because that's what your friend's doing. Right? She's eating two pieces of uh, carrot cake in the day for her cheat day, and so." what you're that's a little background story and so what you say is you know I prefer not to have a cheat day and what I prefer to do is just um, eat a couple pieces of carrot cake not eat the whole cake because I know once I eat the whole cake I just want to eat a second piece and I really don't want to go down that path so I prefer to just have a few bites of carrot cake And it really makes me feel good that I don't have a cheat day. And then your friend can respond or react. And she can get all defensive, you know, that you don't have a cheat day and you don't have a cheat piece of cake, that you just reward yourself by having a couple pieces, a couple bites of carrot cake. And I don't like using the word reward in food in the same conversation Food should not be a reward. Food should just be food uh, to nourish your body. And food should not be a reward because it can get out of hand very quickly. And so she's saying, you're, so what you're saying, you're telling your friend is, I don't have cheat dates. days. I don't cheat by rewarding myself with cake. I don't cheat by rewarding myself with two pieces of cake in the same day. What I do is I prefer to um, enjoy a couple bites of carrot cake. And so not only are you not cheating, you, you're not training yourself to feel guilty for eating the piece of cake and you're not rewarding yourself with a piece of cake. What your preference is, I get to enjoy a couple bites of carrot cake. And so it's just a mindset shift where we're turning on the light switch and she's saying, I prefer rather than shooting on her friend, and she's also sharing with her friend a solution to overcome the um, the shoulds, and a solution to overcome cheat dates and to feel guilty or shame around cheating on a diet, and she's shifting the whole mindset of eating. Not two pieces of cake, not one piece of cake, but just a few bites of cake. So this is like a, several different uh, lessons here, life lessons around a piece of cake um, and not shooting on people. So we've talked about switching from switching our light switch on from but to and. We've talked about switching the light switch on from ch- from problem to challenge. And we've talked about not shooting on people and switching that to I prefer. So we're turning the light switch on from shooting on people to I prefer. And so when when you say I prefer, you're not telling the person what to do. You're not judging the person. You're sharing a story and saying I prefer. Or you could say my mom prefers or uh, my cousin Sarah prefers. And so it's really, um, it's really a good way to not tell people what to do. And you're sharing a story, whether it's yours or somebody else's. And it's just so very powerful to say I prefer or she prefers or Sarah prefers or you know, my mom prefers. And the person receives that story so much better Then if you would say, well, you shouldn't do this or why, why should they're going to say, well, why should I now you're having a should competition match going back and forth and it could spiral downhill very quickly and shooting on people either gets them angry or they get defensive and they just kind of shut down and eventually they're not going to come to you or value your opinion and you're just going to make them feel bad about themselves all the time. And they internalize it and they can get sad or depressed or whatever, feel bitter about the shooting conversation. So it's very, very important to switch from shooting on people to prefer, I prefer or my preferences. And so when you talk to your friend about your preference, she immediately relaxes and she wants to hear your story. And you're talking about what you do and not telling her what to do, so it's a huge shift for so many different reasons. Um, so it would be it would be great to hear your feedback on and uh, challenge and prefer or preference and how you have practiced switching to those new words. And just forget about the other words in your vocabulary. Pretend they don't even exist. And just imagine how you can use the words and, challenge, prefer, or preference in your thoughts and in your conversations. Just shifting and switching the light switch on to those few words is going to be so powerful and change your thoughts and change how you interact with people, and you're going to get lots of, I prefer that you get lots of positive things come out of just these few simple shifts. Um, And then you can also, if you happen to say the words that I'm sharing with you to shift out of, when you catch yourself, what sentence can you say to switch to be more positive and go to the other words I shared with you. What words can you, what sentences can you say? So you can say them out loud to the person you're speaking to, or you can turn your light switch on and shift the words in your mind. Either way, it will work either way. And it's a practice. And so play the switch game. I encourage you to play the switch game. You can practice with yourself and have conversations with yourself. You can practice with, uh, okay, so here here's the deal. Practice with just one person. It's easier to practice with somebody than yourself. That way you look for it in other people so you can switch your own thoughts with someone. So imagine that you pick someone that you really care about and you have conversations with on a day-to-day basis uh, that you see frequently and pick one person for a week and hear the words they say. Do they say and or but? Did they say challenge or problem? Do they say prefer preference or um, what's the word? Um, I've forgotten what the word is I switched from. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Okay, I am not even going to say it now. And um, so, okay, I'm not sure why my brain just forgot that, but that didn't remember. That's okay. Uh, so prefer or preference, should, don't should on people. Okay, so pick one person in your life for a whole week and just really pay attention, which words do they say? You may even want to write it down and keep like a little tickler and it'll help. So the more you um, recognize it in other people, the more you're going to be able to switch more easily for yourself. It's easier to notice I don't want to say a fault or problem. I'll say it's easier to notice a challenge in somebody else um, than in yourself. And so when you become aware for a week, one specific person, don't tell them you're doing this. Just pay attention. And if you want to uh, write down some results on a piece of paper, it will be a good, um, undercover kind of detective fun exercise to do just do it with yourself don't tell anybody about it and then after a week look at the results and see what happens and um, you can decide whether or not you share this with the person or not I would say if you really care about them it would be fun to share with them uh, and use this as a hey guess what I was listening to uh, this woman her podcast, and she shared with me the Switch game. Uh, can I share with you what I learned? It's really cool. And, and, and that way you're not saying, oh my gosh, you say this wrong, right? Come from a, hey, this, I listened to this woman on her podcast and she shared this really cool game with me. I thought it would be fun to play. And you can decide how you share with this person that you really care about and let them know. So this is what I liked best about the Switch game. And this is what I'm going to do to apply it in my life. So it's very important um, when you're sharing things that you learn and you don't want to shit on people and you're sharing your preferences, always, always, always let them know, this is what I like best about this conversation. And this is what I am going to do to practice um, switching what I do. And that way you're coming from a place of here's what you're going to do. And you can ask them, hey, what do you think? Do you want to play along? Uh, What do you want to, what did you like best about this conversation? And is there anything new that you want to apply in your life based on this conversation? And rather than telling someone what to do or shooting on them, you're asking their opinion. And guess what? Everybody loves to share their opinion. And they will like you and respect you more because you ask them, "Hey, what's your opinion? Hey, what do you think?" You can also say, "Hey, what do you feel about this?" And um, you're going to get better results because you're asking them, "What do you think?" or "What do you feel?" And so now I've expanded this whole um, positively positive switch game. So I'm I'm sharing with you these teaching points of shifting just shifting from these three words and to doing some undercover detective work with someone you really care about, look at the results. And then after you've looked at their results, you can share with them about the switch game and ask them if they'd like to play along for a week. And so they're working on them switching just these few words. You're working on you shifting just these three words. And then both of you compare notes, and so I'm going to expand the switch game a little bit further one more time, and then um, I'm and then I'm going to uh, close this conversation, so you can begin to practice this. And so the next thing, the next level of the switch game is, the two of you are going to say switch to each other if they happen to say, but problem or um, should. You'll just say switch. You're not going to tell them they messed up or they did something wrong. You're just going to say switch with a smile. And then the the person who receives the word switch, they're going to quickly in five to seven seconds, rephrase that sentence. And you're not going to tell them what to do. You're going to allow them to figure it out themselves. Now, if you catch yourself, and you're talking to this person, you can say switch out loud to yourself and, and then quickly shift your word, your sentence, within five to seven seconds. And so now you're acknowledging either to them or to yourself out loud, holding yourself for them accountable. And it's up to the person who said the word, that they need to switch into to correct themselves rather than being corrected by the other person. And so this allows a little bit of competition, a little bit of accountability. It makes it fun and you're not shooting on yourself or the other person. And it's fun to see the growth in the other person as well as yourself. And it's a good way to connect to someone. Now, you can play this game with anyone of any age. If you if you do it with a teenager or somebody a little bit younger, you may wanna just pick one word and just say we're gonna focus on one word. So you could focus on but and and. And um, that might be a little bit easier for a teenager or someone a little bit younger to practice on instead of all three. So some people have short attention span. So even adults, you may only wanna just pick um, one of these words instead of all three. That may be a little bit much for someone to focus on in one week. So what you could do is pay attention for a few days and listen to this person that you wanna play the Switch game with and see which negative word they use. Are they using but? Are they using problem? Are they using should? And let that be your guide as to which word you wanna play the Switch game with based on that. Because if they're not saying the word, it doesn't make sense to play the Switch game with them because if they're not saying it now, playing the Switch game, they're not gonna say it in the Switch game. So it's kind of, it's not gonna be fun because you're not catching them. And they're not saying it so they're not learning anything new. So it's important to kind of do a little assessment, maybe over like two or three days and see which word they say and kind of either write it down or keep a mental tally of it, and then you know which which word to use so three words may be a bit too much for some people, and some people may not say any of those words and if that's okay if that's the re if that's the fact maybe the person you're looking at or friend you're looking at doesn't say those three words. Great, don't play the switch game with them. Pick somebody else. Um, And so look for someone that has a challenge with any of these words and then play the switch game with them and only pick one word to focus on that they can switch from. That may be the easiest. So I'm giving you just a few suggestions depending upon who the person is, and, you know, what you're challenged by. And it could be a friend, a co-worker, um, a family member, someone that you're close to. It doesn't make sense to do it with someone that you don't know. And it doesn't make sense to do it with someone who's not using any of the words. And so um, you can write, write these words down and, um, you can also go and, and play it back to get the words. I'll just repeat them one more time before we um, end our conversation. So we're playing the switch game and we're going from but to switching to and. We're going from problem to switching to challenge. And we're going from shooting on people using the word should and we're switching our words to prefer or preference. And so we're playing the switch game with one person that uses one of these words we shouldn't say. Oops, I shouldn't tell you that, right? That (laughs) I'm not even going to unwind that. Prefer preference. That's all I'm going to say to to get that out of um, the airways here. Um, So just pick one word. I think that would be the easiest. In fact, I know that's the easiest. Have fun with it and let me know your results, how it goes. And be sure that when you play the switch game with someone, you ask them, hey, what do you like best about this? And uh, how are you going to apply this in your life? And so here's the thing. They can pick any word. If they know that there's a word that's negative, they can pick any word and decide what word are they going to switch and replace it with. Um, So once you get into the habit, of switching your words from the, the few that we just described, you can go to the internet and um, uh, do research and, and get a list of negative words or low energy words. And typically, they're going to have another list that are high energy words. And so you can pick for yourself. If there's a word you keep saying over and over that's on the negative list, look at the positive list and see which is the, the preference to switch on to that word and so you can find that anywhere on the internet. Um, I guess I should make a list of the negative words and the words to switch to. I want to make this easy breezy and so I'm only giving you three. Those are um, three of the probably the most common that people use. There are others Um, so this is just a starter to switch on positivity in your life and to share it with a loved one And, um, when you, when you get enough practice and you like it a lot, if you have a a a big family, whether, you know, three or more, you can play the switch game and just make it, um, make it a habit. Maybe once a quarter, you spend a whole week playing this game, you know, with your whole family and you, you learn, you grow, and then you go. (laughs) So thank you so much for watching. My name is Annette Moore. This conversation was about Positively Positive. Uh, shifting from but to and, uh, challenge to a uh, problem to challenge, and shifting from uh, should to prefer a preference. And um, I'm a self-love dating and relationship coach. And I thank you all so much for listening. And um, until next time, uh, make every day um, a great day, and be positively positive. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Take care.